Y'all, welcome back. We're here. First first guest of season two. We got Timothy Isaiah here in the studio with us. Tyrone, how are you feeling today? Doing all right, my friend. Early morning, starting the day off right. The best part of waking up is some mixed table in your cup. Take it away, Tyrone. Give it to him. Ah. <sighs> uh. Okay, so we back for season two. I'm about to kill it. Just give me a reason to. So let's get to it as I spit it so fluid. I'm about to bring it back like I was true it. Um, that don't make sense. I'm talking about Chick-fil-A. So I came in here to come slay the beat as I do it on repeat. Everybody else can have a seat. So I'm with the fleet of the boys. You know we got it with it, not talking toys. Now don't get me so annoyed or I turned into Floyd. Cause I'm about to show these boys I'm that, ah. Oh, so let me go and think a second before I check it. Let me inspect it. So I'ma pass it to my little bro and he gon' show y'all how he about to blow. Uh, I don't rap much, I might act up. These niggas act tough. I don't know if I'm supposed to be cursing, but I'm the worst when I get comfortable. Cause I start saying all types of shit. Fuck bitch, suck a dick. I hit a nigga quick. I might just go and split, uh, like bananas. I'm MC Hammer. Can't touch this. Uh uh uh. Damn, look, sip of the water. They told me read more. I said, bitch, I'm the author. Uh, I just might fuck on your daughter. Uh. Yeah, I just might fuck, I don't know, bro. Might fuck on your daughter, so excuse me if I'm nasty. But I'm running the race, they can't pass me. Uh. I'm coming first, everyone else the worst. They know I'm in my bag like I had it in the purse. That's the satchel, I changed the channel. I'm too hot, so I'm hard to handle. You gon' need a glove like the pot was too hot. They know I'm coming in like I got two shots. That's another one, and one plus two. That makes three, I don't know about you So I'm real sick like I had the flu And when I came in this thing, I just do what I did So who you? I don't even know I'm just trying to go and catch the flow So let me put it together like I'm about to sew And all my boys, they just stay on go Uh, stay on go, uh, I stay on low Uh, she swallow, I said that's go go I meant to say oh no Baby girl, what's the play? Why you up in my face? You might fuck for some days. I don't care what they say. I'm not a lyrical rapper. I just really be snapping. I be making shit happen. Niggas hate, but I'm trapping. What I used to back in like middle school. That was like 06 or 07. Right. Oh wait, I don't fucking know. Niggas hating up. It's time to switch the flow. Uh, hip hop daily. Hip hop daily. I'ma keep rapping until hip hop pays me. Hey. I don't really know what I'ma do next Hey, baby, tell me where your crew neck at Cause I'm just trying to see what that throat do uh, I don't fucking know, bro <laughs> yeah. Yo. Ladies and gentlemen Welcome Welcome back to the mix table, season two. Obviously, you, you know what the dealio is. This is our first guest of the season. Well, before we get into that, I am your host, drenched in sweat because I'm ready to work, Mr. Tyrone McClendon. 
I'm joined by my co-host, my producer, my best friend, Mr. Young Seppi himself. Hello to all, just all the beautiful people out there. Thank you for tuning in. And by my side here, as you can see here, we have the great, the one and only Mr. Timothy Isaiah. Let's give him another. Yo, I'm another very nervous. Round another round of applause. Tim, that took a lot out of me. <laughs> you, you were killing it, bro. You were killing it. I'm telling you. I was impressed. <laughs> I really like that line, something about like the satchel and then you changing the channel. Yeah. That was a, you know, you know, it's, it's. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You <laughs> already, know? already in mid-season form. So as we're saying, yes, Tim. You are our first guest of the season. We're glad that you could come. You know, now originally you were supposed to be a guest last season. Oh man! But what happened, bro? So, uh, well, a lot of things happen. Um, on both of our ends, let's just say that we'll say I don't even know. Yeah. Dealing with other people's schedule, life happens. Life happens. So that was one end of it, and then on the other end, literally, like all of our shit broke. Like literally everything broke. Did not know that. Like, in the course of two days, the computer, the soundboard, a camera, like, everything went down. Wow. So... A show business. Yeah, we didn't even really get to do, like, a proper, like, final episode or anything like that. It was just like, oh, shit, I guess we're done now. But we're back now, stronger than ever. Season two. Season two and all that stuff. So, Tim, we were talking before. So, a lot of you don't know... Or if you don't know, well, first of all, Timothy, tell them exactly what it is that you do and and all that good stuff, who you are and what you do. Uh, All right. I'm Timothy Isaiah. I'm a guy who puts words together on top of beats and people listen to it. That's what I do. Sounds good. (laughs) So, Tim, like I was saying, so a lot of people don't know that I met you or we, we met in a previous life. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... You used to be employed at a certain retail place. I'm not going to say their name because they still pay me, but they don't pay me to, you know, you know, but (laughs) we worked at a certain retail place. And the funny thing is you used to work in the mobile phone department. Right. And, you know, I would just see you, you know, just walk by, you know, what's up? How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And then one day I was literally just scrolling on Instagram not even like on my main feed like it was on the explore page oh wow and i just saw your face on the thumbnail and i was like i know this guy and then i click on the video and then i see you like rapping i think this was like one of your two bar tuesdays hey okay. and i was like and it was like a promotion for like a a show you had and i was like yo i was like wait a minute i know this guy so then i approached you at work and i was like why didn't you tell me you made music (laughs) And then you were like, yeah. And then you were just excited, too, to know that I just, like, found you, like, organically. It's dope hearing the story now. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, then I saw you perform. You had some show at, like, a... I don't remember where it was, but... Like, Roswell? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, like, a bar type of thing. I actually think you were there, too. Like, we were watching, like, the NBA Finals at the same time. Oh, shit. Was that the one, like, on Roswell Road? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, shit. Full circle moment here. Well, so I've seen you perform. I didn't even know. Oh, shit. Okay. Small world. Crazy how life works. But, yeah. And then, you know, I've still continued to follow you as time. You know, you you left the retail place. I continued to stay there a little longer. But, um, you know, and, and, you know, I've just been seeing you put in the work and grind and do all that. And it's just just been great to see. And I'm glad to, you know, that now we can reconnect here 
different context, but the energy is still the same. Hey, I like that, bro. I like that. So one of the things, though, I did want to talk about, though, is about that whole idea of, like, working and still, like, grinding at the same time. So just talk to me about your perspective on that. Um, If you can do both, do both. Um, I'm a person. I, I can only focus on one thing at a time. Uh, what made me quit that situation was uh, one day I was getting up, getting ready to head to work. And as I got to the trunk of my car, I was like, I was like, this job is easy. And then me saying that made me realize that I was starting to experience like complacency. And I was like, oh, I'm getting too comfortable with it. You know what I'm trying mm, to say? Because yeah. you can make you can make a lot of a lot of money working for somebody else. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So um, I'm the type of person I like to be uncomfortable. It's almost like a flower. Whenever you rip it out of the pot and put it in a bigger pot, it goes through a lot of trauma. But eventually, that flower grows bigger than what it could have in the previous pot. So it was uh, essentially like me ripping my flower out. So uh, I guess for me, stuff like that I I can't do because I'll. If it's easy or if it's like, you know, a lot of money, I'll start to become complacent and I'll be satisfied with doing that other than chasing my dreams. That's very real. You know, my my big thing I've been saying, especially like now that we're out of school and there's not really that, you know, you used to frame your life a lot around like going to school. But right. now it's not that. And I see how easy it is to get like caught in the hamster wheel of life. Like you can easily just be like, it'll be Monday and you'll say, okay. After I get off work tomorrow, I'm going to do this. And the right. next thing you know, it's Friday. And you're like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's like, I, I'll catch him next go around. Yeah. So I've been, I don't know, just 25, just thinking about, like, the fuck am I going to do with the next, like, 50 years? And I realized that having a challenging job, though, is, like, it, that's a trap. It's a trick. Like, because, again, you'll never do better than your boss mm-hmm. working for somebody. And, but people are like, oh, yeah, what do you want to do with your career, like, outside of your dream? Like, what do you want to do with your career? What do you want to do at work? People are like, I want to be challenged at work. I want to do this. I do. I've never wanted to be challenged at work. Like, right. like let me slide through. Yeah. And they're, <laughs> yeah. like, because I don't know. There's, there's I, I dropped out of college and started selling bongs. I, like, <laughs> making minimum wage. I'd never been happy like I showed up to work I was excited to be there It was cool It was an easy job I never was stressed going home Like I never Like I showed up to work I clocked in I clocked out It's over And then my life outside Of work Had nothing to do with work mm-hmm. I never thought about work When I was not there And I don't know I've been realizing that Like if you just need to get some money Especially if you're just doing it If you're working towards something Fuck going and getting a complicated job Or something that will impress other people Go work at the grocery store Like Go show up Do your shift And then you can like Do something easy You can like You can write lyrics at work You can You come home You're not exhausted Like I so I think it's a it's an interesting thing, Rubum. It's 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 a twofold or like a double edged sword. I think because on one hand, I think because I, I experienced this too. Like I low key don't like it when I go into work and it's almost like there's nothing to do. Because I'm like, why am I here? Yeah, but yeah. it's almost like be the, the one thing that's harder than being busy is like pretending to be busy. Oh, jeez. Like having to look like you're doing something <laughs> yeah. is so like Yo. uh, so taxing. Right. So sometimes I'll be like, damn, I low key wish I had something to, to keep, keep my mind apart. like you know to so the time goes by. So I don't know. It's a very interesting thing that you say there because 
like you said, yeah, you don't. There's no point in really like going so hard for yeah. a job nowadays, especially because it's like you, you could care, be replaced. Yeah. Do you care about that job at all? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and because that's one thing. If you have a job you care about, fuck yeah. Like, go do yeah, that job. It Amazing. But like, I've never had been like, oh, I want to be this. Like, yeah. I want to go be a this <laughs> or a that. Like, that just never was me. And realizing, like, that's fine. Like, I don't dream of fucking labor. Like, let's go do, I don't know, literally anything else. But if I need to pay some bills, like, I'd rather not be stressed doing it. And and I, I respect that answer because, like, a lot of people feel, especially, like, our generation, right? But um, we grow up and we feel like we have to either be the boss or we have to, like, we have to have a dream to follow. And it's like, um... Nah, like, bro, if you if you can get by and, like, be happy, I think, like, that's, like, the bottom line in all of this is, like, your happiness. So, if you can get by and be happy, and cause that's, I like I We've got some friends that have, like, good jobs and that pay good money. They're busy all the time, <laughs> working 40, 50, 60. Like, they don't have any time to use any of the perks that having this impressive job comes with because they're at work all the time. It's like, what? what is the point? Like, I, I don't know. What do you say to that? I mean, do you have people like, do you typically try to keep people around you who I'm not because obviously you want people around you have different perspectives. You know, you don't want everybody to be the same. But I have a thing like where I realize now, like when I first meet people, one thing I'll ask them is like, what are you passionate about? Like in like real life, what are you passionate about? And nine times out of 10, depending on your answer, I can like determine whether or not like we would even be cool. Because I've noticed a trend now, and I get it because of the way the world is, but I notice I'll ask people, like, what are you passionate about? And they'll just say, like, money. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. And I, and I can understand why someone would say that. Like, I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if we could. Yeah, like, it's like maybe your head's in the wrong place. Yeah, You're so, not going to be a fun hang. Right. So, <laughs> so, so do you do you take that kind of stock in the people you keep around and if you do like what are some of the things you you try to uphold to be honest with you uh not consciously um i know i tell a lot of my friends like if we didn't make music i probably wouldn't be hanging around them and as terrible as that sound i'm a very honest person in that sense um it's just uh me like I, i have like this internal clock in my head where it's like i have to I have to constantly progress or be to this point. So a lot of times um, I just keep moving and I allow the people around me to exist the way that they are. Um, For me, I would say, I don't know, because I I feel like even somebody with no ambitions or anything like that could teach me something. So Mm -hmm. like like you you don't know how to get this job done quick until you run into a a person who doesn't want to do the job. Right. You know, so for me, a lot of times I just allow people to just exist whatever your ambitions are whatever mm-hmm. but as long as it doesn't impede on me i almost i almost aspire to have no ambitions though that <laughs> sounds ama- that yeah. sounds amazing like when i meet people that just sort of like are floating through life and it, they don't ever have anywhere to be or and like <laughs> you know it's that that sort of just freedom just going going where life takes you seems really nice i've like because i've got ambitions and i don't know what they are I've I've got this I've got this need to do something and I'm trying to figure out what that thing is and I see people that don't have that monkey on their back that they're just like I don't have to do anything like I'm just I'm here like what's up what are we doing today and that that sort of just like I don't know it feels at least like from the outside it looks really 
Yeah, yeah, nice. it, it would seem nice. Hopefully, it's as, as, it's as nice as it seems. Yeah, because you never know what something feels like on the inside until you're in it. But I don't know. You good, Tyrone? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little. My hands are sweating like a mug, bro. I'm like, <sighs> we're all anxious over here. <laughs> it's an anxious generation over here. <laughs> Yo. Um, but one thing I did want to say though, because you know, you said you're not really conscious of you know things kind of just happen with the people people just kind of exist around you but we were talking a little bit earlier about you know the team that you have around you and you guys do some real interesting things so how did you link up with your team your managers and all of these people oh man so huh first off i'll start by saying like i was i was like rapping at school right this was in college so i was like rapping at like lunch tables and different things like that then it got to the point where one of my friends shout out reggie but he was like bro like you need to put music out so just like randomly just like on some okay whatever i just put something out i end up dropping uh my project project ism and uh so from that point like i had to start performing these songs you know what i'm trying to say so then that led me to going to an open mic where um the guy who threw it, he ended up showing showing up late. But like I was just like standing standing in the club. It was like uh what was it called? Uh Major League or something like that. But I was just standing there <clears throat> looking at the wall. Then this guy walks up to me and he's like, Hey, uh, how, how did you like the show? And I was like, uh, it's pretty cool, bro. Um, uh, did anybody, you know, stand out to you? Or and I was like, no, nah, yeah, it was it was all everybody was amazing, bro. Like I loved it. Uh, okay. All right, and he just kind of walked off, and I was thinking like that was the fucking weirdest experience I ever had. So, um, I want to say like a month later, I ended up getting like a DM on Instagram, and then it was the same guy like, "Hey, bro, like let's meet up and like have lunch." So I'm kind of like, "All right, like who is this guy? What's going on?" So I end up linking up with him. We talked for like two hours. And he was telling me all of this shit about. Oh, I'm sorry, all of this stuff about like video games and like performing in Fortnite and all of this crazy like and this was before like Travis Scott or anybody performed in Fortnite so you know but he's just telling me like all of these like like wild dreams and I'm kind of like all right bro like what are you getting at he's like like bro I want to manage you so I was like all right like yeah cool like nobody else is doing it so (laughs) but like from that point I was like oh shit like I have to actually rap now you know what I'm trying to say so then um yeah I, I met up with him and it was just like perfect person perfect time and like from from there we was doing shows performing for people going places and yeah just kept building i'm always interested in the relationship between the manager and it's a very underrated relationship that and and, and it has to be right you know like if the manager and the artist don't mix like it it could ruin your career potentially you know and and the thing about him is we're so similar like from an analytical standpoint like we're both very like critical of things mm-hmm. but um we're vastly different like I, he i'm i'm a thinker and a filler he's more of a thinker and a thinker you know what i'm trying to say so like for me um where we clash at is like if if i care i i care 100 percent. like there's no like halfway with me you know what i'm trying to say <clears throat> so like for me the level of like i guess engagement and commitment that i that i show for others yeah i expect that back and for him, it's like you don't see all of this like stuff that's going on that I'm doing. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. like a lot of times it'd be like, 
you know, like sometimes you just need to see that shit. So he like he can see off the court. He can see the yeah, whole field. Yeah, he's yeah, essentially, yeah. He's the coach. So he's watching the other team and I'm just like, bro, do you see me with this ball though? You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, like are you watching this? You feel me? So um but like as time went on, like we kinda like understood each other and how, how we work. And uh yeah, it's been amazing. It's it's been amazing. But when do you think like because I know a lot of a lot of upcoming artists now, you know, obviously everybody wants everything fast, but when do you think an artist should need a manager? Because, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, I need a manager. But it's like, bro, you only have, like, one mixtape out or whatever. Right. whatever, whatever. But and sometimes that's all it takes. Oh, so, yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to ask you. So, like, what what do you, from your perspective, because when your manager approached you, did you feel like that's what you needed in that moment? Nah, not at all. And, and I didn't need it. And sometimes I feel like I still don't need it. But um, to, to not sound like an asshole, I'll say... You'll need a manager whenever you have something to manage. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? So, like, are people trying to book you for shows? You might need a manager. You know, are people trying to fly you over here? Do this. Are people trying to pay you for features? Okay, you might need a manager. But, like, uh, a lot of times we get so caught up in the idea of, like, oh, yeah, I got a manager. And it's like, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, a lot of people like doing things. I, I think about it as the people that get the little tiny ankle tattoo. Right, just so they can say I got a tattoo, but they don't actually want to have tattoos or anything. Right, and people are like I have a manager. They don't ever book me a show. They don't right. ever do this. They don't ever do that. But I have a manager. That makes me legit. I've got him, <laughs> and he takes ten percent of everything I do. <laughs> but ten percent of nothing is <laughs> nothing. Yeah, but, that's also true. Because that's I like the first tape that I put out. Literally, it was put out just to have something out. Just, like it, right. that was the purpose of it. There was no higher meaning behind it. It was literally just. Here's some proof that I can do it. That I could. <laughs> yo, I'm now technically a rapper. I have a mixtape out. I and, gotta check it out, bro. <laughs> and and but I realized that there's a lot of people, especially in this industry, doing shit like that. But you can see it in, in everywhere. It's people that do things so they can technically say so, I am yeah. this without actually having to do any of the things that go along with actually being this. No, you're 100 right. And like what I noticed, and I don't want to steal credit. I saw this on a post from Instagram, but I've I've noticed it a lot. Is like. Well, let's say we start a company and then it's like, oh, I'm the CEO of this company. You know what I'm trying to say? It's like I have an LLC, right? Like yeah. I have a, a, a full marketing business, mm-hmm. but I'm not the CEO, CFO, CMO. Right. I'm the salesman. Like I'm yeah. the person I'm the person at the bottom because if you're not building out what your you know, your your whole business, then you're you're the person at the bottom. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. There's a lot of people just trying to make their Instagram bios look nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That's but, really all. There's a lot of posturing, just making I wanna feel important as opposed to actually doing something important. And it, so it it brings me to another thing because you said with Travis Scott playing in Fortnite. And now that's like a thing people do. People do concerts in video games, people do concerts like in VR and mm. stuff. As we're getting more removed from actually experiencing things and actually doing stuff where, I mean, there's definitely in the works, like some AI musician that's going to come out and have a, exists, yeah. Yeah, it's going to have a following and like literally doesn't even exist anywhere. It's not a person. And that just and, blew my mind. Bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that just blew my fucking mind. <laughs> and and as people are, I don't know, I just, I just see it as like we were talking yesterday. We, you can't own anything anymore. You rent Right. With Spotify, you don't own your music anymore. You buy your games from PlayStation. You don't have a physical disc like you bought access to a download code, fucking NFTs. Like you're not buying stuff 
like you don't have things anymore and and people aren't experiencing things and they're not actually doing stuff and i don't know i don't know if this is a cause or an effect or like what's pushing it if it's people if it's if it's corporations if it's whoever but you, you know what i'm saying like, sure <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like <laughs> i got a manager yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got but not good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think that's a good uh, uh, transition point to our next uh, segment. It's more. It's more freestyling. So, <sighs> okay. but we've already got the jitters out yeah, now. I've ahead. already sweated out at least a pound. So everything's cool now. So for this next part, well, I'll just let Joe explain it. This next part of the show. This next segment to our to our new viewers. It's called "How Do You Feel?" When we sat down with Tim, we asked him how he was feeling. Needed needed an SAT word, and you told us lethargic. Yes. So uh, I've pulled up a couple lethargic type beats, um, and we're gonna see <laughs> we're Yo. gonna see how they go. So um, how do you? I'm gonna name. We got three titles here. Okay. Tell me which one <laughs> is the most appealing to you. We've got alternative rock type beat lethargy in <laughs> D major. Okay. Uh, 118 BPM. We've, Highly specific, but go on. We've right. got lethargic type beat, melodic type beat, vocal 2020. Okay. Or we have Lana Del Rey type beat, lethargic. <laughs> <laughs> who is Lana Del Rey? That sounds so familiar. I'm She's a, some some chick who makes music. I'm gonna go with the second one. Okay. Okay. Lana Del Rey is Billie Eilish for people our age. <laughs> ah. <laughs> there you go. So, um, lethargic type beat, melodic. Tight beat vocal 2020. I told you. That's who I think I am. Big Ute official. Thank you for this beat. Oh, you have to ask this question that we have to. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah, he's going to ask us a question and we have to basically respond to this question in a rap. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Actually, I'm, this beat's only two minutes long, so I'm going to pick it. I'm going to get a longer one. Okie dokie. Um, okay. Uh, so, I guess on. on on theme with what we were talking about, authenticity. How do you feel about authenticity? How is it important? Is it important to you to be authentic? Is it better to just live however you live? Like, I don't know. Authenticity, fake, real. There's some key words. Here we go. Authenticity. Fuck. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Tyrone, you feeling authentic? Something like that. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're feeling lethargic. Okay. I actually like this beat. <laughs> okay. Let me see where it takes me. Hmm. Mm. Okay. I'm I'm waiting for some drums. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think we're about ten seconds away from the drums. Okay. This is just get you in that space, you know. Take it's Monday morning, we're feeling lethargic. Uh-huh. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but... Uh... Skip, skip, Bayless. Skip, Bayless. Oh, whoa, whoa, skip. Skip, 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 here we go. We're feeling lethargic. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> it had me in the first half. I gave it the lead up. I was like, you know. Okay. All right. Okay. There's a little bit of a pattern here I can work with. Let me let me 
We gonna make it work. We gonna make it. We gonna make it work. We gonna make <laughs> yeah, it work. Yeah, that was my whole love, bro. Okay. Uh, I know shit can get real crazy, but I'm just chilling because I'm real lazy. I get lethargic, but when I'm in my apartment, I'm showing these people that this is my department because Ooh. I keep it real. So I hope you know how I feel. My shit goes so bananas, they slipping off of the peel. So. Off of the wheel like I been had to drive No, I just keep going like I went past that sign So I had to get that fine ticket for I clicked it <sighs> I don't yeah. know, let me get it uh, I feel like authenticity is something that you will get from me <laughs> yeah, bro, I don't fucking know, bro This beat is not it, but um, alright, hold up, let me see Um Okay, look, I feel like if you wanna be fake, then you can go be fake. Right. I'm like, if them niggas wanna hate, then let them bitch niggas hate. Yeah. Uh, Cause either motherfucking way, the shit don't matter, we all gonna die. Uh-huh. So ain't nobody gonna be worried about that shit when you up in the sky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bro. Okay, that's something. We oh just turned something from nothing. Hey. Okay, let's keep it real. No movies, don't need another reel But this is the real shit, only need one take I ain't no actor, so this ain't fake Don't call me Drake, no Aubrey, no Degrassi Because they know I just keep it up Like, I don't really know how to go and catch this flow on the beat But I'ma just keep it real with y'all I'ma say it again and repeat I just keep it real for the deal so I'm about to zip it up like I had to seal. <laughs> Yo, don't let me pick the words anymore. Bro. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't let me don't let me pick any words. Bro. I mean, hey, this is authentic. It was it very, very much authentic. Live I mean, entertainment. Some would say <laughs> sensational. Uh, Yo. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we need to get like a golf clap, like a yeah. <laughs> For the ones where we kind of dropped the bar, <sighs> and that was a cool beat. It just it, it it wasn't for the right. This was not the setting for it. You know, you know it is. But you know, yeah. That's but how you know, it goes. I'm, I'm glad that went the way it is because this has been, you know, this has been the the ethos of what we've been trying to do with the second season of the podcast. Because I don't know if you know Tim, but in the in the in the time that we've been absent from doing this podcast, uh, podcasting has kind of got a little bit of a bad name. Towards it, <laughs> tell just, me about it. Just a little bit, not not necessarily podcasting as itself, and it's never it's never the actual thing. It's always the people who do it and people who use it the wrong way. People like to be outraged, and so as a result, you'll get podcasts with people doing stuff that outrages people, and then everybody loves to. Oh, I need to make a post about this because if I don't, like people will think that I'm like blah 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 blah. Right. So there's been some podcasts that have popped up with some. We don't even have to get into the specifics of what happened, but just know that podcasting has got a little bit of a uh, baggage to it now when you say you podcast. It's like for a while when people would say, oh, I'm a rapper. Right, yeah. And they'd be like, ah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, you rap. Yeah, so, but but I'm glad that went the way it went because, you know, this whole time I've been trying to be more like 
authentic in just how we do podcasting and just trying to show people that, you know, there's more to it than just saying the craziest thing that comes to your head with a microphone in front of your face. But enough about all that. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about just like music, your music and just music in general. Uh, One thing I do want to address that I just think is crazy uh before we started recording you said that you didn't listen to j cole like that now you have an interesting story to go with that but before that i want to say that that is so interesting because not only i have said that but other people i know who have listened to your music they say you have very much j cole vibe inspirations (laughs) your 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 lyrical content is very that's why we opened J. you with Cole a J. Cole beat. Yeah, that's like, why we gave uh, you the J. Cole beat in the beginning because we were like, oh, he would sound great on a J. Cole and I beat. I didn't even, I didn't even fucking know that. That's so crazy. for for you to, well, first of all, let me tell. I want to hear the story about your J. Cole music stuff. So I want to hear that. All right. So pretty much uh, back when I was in college, uh, when I started performing and doing shows, people were like, bro, you sound like J. Cole. You sound like J. Cole. <laughs> so like for for me, I didn't. I didn't know who the fuck J. Cole was at the time. This is like 2017. So, How did you not know who J. Cole was in 2017? I don't really listen to music like that. So, like, most of the music... <laughs> so, I, you've said that now twice. Yeah. What do you mean? Like <laughs> most, of the, most of the stuff I listen to is either something I've heard a thousand times or it's like like jazz music. Like, j- I fucking love jazz. So, like, okay. I, don't, I can't tell you, like... Beyond what Kenny G, I can't tell you any like jazz m- musicians, but I'll go to Spotify and literally just put on jazz, like table jazz, uh, classic jazz, whatever. Like you know, so I'll just listen to music with no words to it. For so, how hours. did you get? How did how did you find rap then? Um, uh, my brothers, my brothers rap. So like some of my favorite rappers, uh, I, I love Juvenile, I love Kendrick Lamar, Eminem, but um. Juvenile, I, I found Juvenile through my dad, and I found Eminem through one of my brothers. You know what I'm mm. trying to say? So, like, a lot of times I'll be introduced to people. Kendrick Lamar was the only one I found by myself. And uh, funny little tidbit, when I first heard Kendrick Lamar rap, I didn't think he was going to make it. Wow. So, it, no, like, li- literally literally my, my words were, uh, what I said, I was like, uh, I was like, this guy is so good, I don't think anybody will ever understand mm. Oh, okay. Because there, there's definitely musicians out there. Yeah. Like, it's a big problem with people that make beats, is they make this really complicated, like, technically, like, masterpiece. Beautiful. It's like, this yeah. is amazing. I want to listen to it, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's <laughs> like, people won't understand this, bro. Like, just do, you feel me? But yeah. Ken- Kendrick pulled it through. So now he's one of my favorite rappers. But um, going back to the, to the J. Cole thing, um, people kept saying, like, bro, you sound like J. Cole. You sound like J. Cole. So, I literally thought that J. Cole attended the college I went to. Wow. Yeah, I swear to God. So, so you I, thought he was like a local joker. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, who the fuck J. Cole is? I mean, fuck the man. Like, wait, where he at? So like I, I go to the open mics and I'm like, look, like, oh, that's that's J. Cole, man. <laughs> man, he sucked. You feel me? So uh eventually okay. eventually one of my friends was like, he's one of my friends said it. The same friend who convinced me to make the project. That's crazy. But when whenever he said it, I was like, bro, like, who is he? So then he pulled out a song. I think he played like the worst J. Cole song you could have ever chose. It was like Mr. Nice Watch or some shit. Okay. Like that. But um, sorry, J. Cole. No, but that's, I, I'm glad you. <laughs> funny you said that because I was like, that's about a, uh, the only yeah. thing people would concede. I was go like, on. man. But um, so eventually I ended up hearing uh like an interview from J. Cole when he was talking about getting signed, going to jail, and you know different things like that, and like. I was listening to it while I was working, and I was like, 
Like when the fuck did I go to jail? And I like restarted the fucking track. I didn't even realize, bro. So I'm I'm sitting there working, 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 and it got to the same point. I'm like, bro, I'm not signed to jail. What what are they talking about? And I looked at the thing and I was like, oh shit, like it's fucking. You feel me? Like this is the guy people keep saying I sound like. But over time, like I realized sonically, like some some words that I say sound like J Cole. So like now I unconsciously hear it, but that whole idea and concept kind of like stuck with me and it became like a negative thing because I didn't want somebody to hear me and they say oh like I, I've had plenty of times where people either said like like oh I can tell J. Cole's your favorite rapper and it's like uh, I don't, nah, even, know I don't like, even know that nigga yeah you, you <laughs> know what I'm trying to say so like then like after a while I didn't want to be able to say that that was true you know what I'm trying to say like deep down inside I want to love J. Cole I want J. Cole to be one of my favorite rappers ever but like I, I've I've always dealt with this like J clone thing when it's like you know like I've been rapping way before I knew J Cole existed so you know but eventually um one of one one of my friends was like bro it's gonna happen regardless you might as well listen to some good ass music and that's uh there's a guy named Ben Beal and he sounds like you put on one of his songs he sounds like Mac Miller ah shit okay and. And he addresses it. It's his favorite. It's his favorite artist. And people all the time come. In, oh, you just sound. You're a Mac clone. Mac clone. This right. and that. And he's not. He's like. He is his own person, person who yeah. sounds like somebody that like. I don't know. Don't let people discourage you by being. Oh, you just sound like this person because you don't. Like, I mean, maybe you do, but and there's worse people to sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah no. Yeah. Facts. 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 And, <laughs> and again, people people spend so much time like they'll shoot themselves in the foot trying to be original and then they'll put like just because it's original doesn't mean it's good <laughs> right, <laughs> like there's yeah. a whole bunch of shit that's coming out now that like yeah it doesn't sound like anything else and there's a reason that it, like no one else is making music that sounds like this i that i don't you because you can you can always oh does your song have drums in it oh well then you bit every other person that's ever <laughs> used drums. drums like if you want it if you want to trace it back like right. obviously if you're just like stealing lyrics and whatever that's one thing but if you sound like somebody else everybody sounds like have you ever listened to anybody that sounds like like yeah I, and i think honestly and it's once again it's twofold um because i think one i think that's just like a human thing to do when we hear somebody we naturally try to make associations yeah, and be like sense. okay well just so we can make sense of it and be like uh and the funny thing is when we in that first like i don't know when you're first introduced to something and you can't make that connection sometimes your first reaction is to be like oh well, that sucks yeah, because you're like I can't. Weird. This doesn't yeah. sound like anything. I I can't sort this immediately. I can't yeah. put this in a genre box, and and you can take that and just human interaction in general. Like mm -hmm. with, with people like caught up on identity, whatever. That I feel people spend a lot of time trying to figure out. Like I'm this very specific gender term. This that. Like I want I want an exact term mm -hmm. for this. It's like if you just relax bit just like exist. yeah because that's all it's all for other people you know what your music is who cares what other people sort it as you know what your music is right. and and people get so caught up in like the late again labels are entirely external it's it's it has nothing to do with the product that you're putting out it's entirely for other people's interpretation of it but that's not it's separate from you like it like those aren't it, like it doesn't go both ways you know hmm. um anyway I like that. I like that. Music, man. Beautiful stuff. Okay. Well, the only reason I don't want to put you on the spot or anything like that, but the only reason I asked was because, you know, a lot of your lyrical content deals with a lot of 
heart, heart, you know, emotion, heartbreak, love, and all these type of things. But I wanted to ask you, and this is just something that we were just discussing. Do you think, as an artist or just as a writer in general, um, do you think that your perception of romance and relationships and all those things gets a little warped just because of, you know, having to make songs or having to make concepts and things like that? Do you think that warps your idea of what relationships are and can be? I never thought about it. That's why I always ask the hard questions. I actually never thought about it. Um, me personally, I'm a very private person. Right. So uh, a, lo- a lot of the stories that I do share are like this like culmination of like everything that I've, you know what I'm trying to say, ran across. It might not even be my story. Mm-hmm. You know, it might, I might have heard somebody on the bus talking to her boyfriend like, I can't believe you did that. Da, da, da. And then I'm like, damn, I wonder what they're talking about. Mm. So then like that transforms into like, all right, well, maybe he didn't cheat, but maybe what if he did this or what if this happened? And that, you know what I'm trying to say? So then, like, now I, I'm creating this, like, whole entire story, this whole entire universe based off of, like, a few words I heard somebody say on a bus or mm. on a plane or while I was walking. So, like, for me, it's it's hard to answer that question because I don't, I don't look, for my inspiration, I don't look where everybody else is looking. Like I allow, I allow things to happen. Sometimes we might be talking, and then somebody might like say something in a certain key, like with their voice. Yeah. And then that just gave me an, an entire melody for like a song or something. So. And then you said you, like you, you're inspired by different things. Because I was wondering if if you write a lot of love songs, are they all about a person, or once you figure out sort of like this is how you write love songs, do you not need? A muse anymore Wait tell me So y'all feel like I write a lot of love songs Off the record I went <laughs> I mean not a, I'm not gonna say a lot But like Some of your more Lyrical songs It seemed like to me Have a lot to do with And some emotion. of Yeah and some of our guests Have written zero So So by comparison You write a lot of love songs <laughs> Fair enough Alright so what was the question <laughs> Like Do you Do you always Have to have I feel like Your first one Your first love song You have to You're writing it about Someone or something Right, you have to have like it's hard to just like write. It sounds cheesy and corny. You're just like, I love your heart from the start, blah blah blah. Like it's okay. It, so you need something to like bring those feelings out of to you to attach it to. But right. once once you've had that, do you need? Can you write songs like that about no one? Now that you know how to do yeah, it, yeah. Like, I, I think to be honest with you, I, I think even for the first one, I, like I. I Thinking back, I don't remember like writing about anybody specific and a lot of them. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like I just like you say that that like the cliche thing. So like uh the latest project I just dropped, um, one of the songs is called what was it called? Think about me. And it was literally like just like my me, my homeboy, and one of my homegirls, we were just sitting there and it was like, Oh, write it write a, a song, like a this type of a song with this type of a vibe. And I was literally just saying like a whole bunch of like I wouldn't say cliche shit, but shit that people who go through this situation feel. And it's like, I, I've never been in this situation mm, at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know anybody who has been in this situation. You know what I'm trying to say? But. And cause that, like that coming back to authenticity, I found that when I was like, when I first started writing lyrics, I was writing, I was like, okay, this is what a rap song sounds like. Uh, I need to write this. Like, this is what uh, it's supposed to sound like. And it never, it felt fake. It was like, because it was just like, oh, it sounded like, like, I don't know. I was not writing 
from personal experience. Yeah. We're recording over there. Yeah. Okay, because we just lost it, but we're back. Cool. Um, okay. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't writing from any experience I'd ever lived through. Right. I was just writing. I was like, this is this is what a rap song should sound like. So let me let me write these lyrics. And I tried to write other songs. I was like, okay, this is what a love song is supposed to sound like. Right. But I wasn't writing a love song. I was writing, I was trying to mimic Ah, a love song. And as I've been writing lyrics now for like more years, I'm able to like actually write what I think. What you think. Instead of just trying to like fit it inside like a uh, like a skeletal outline of what a song should be. To be honest, I don't think that you did it wrong, bro. Like uh I remember some of my first raps were like remixes of somebody else's shit. Uh-huh. So like I'm using the same cadence, the same rhyme scheme, the same patterns. Like I'm just changing out like certain words. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So essentially, yes, I, I was mimicking as well. And then um we need dreamers. You feel me? Like, I feel like we, this goes back to the, like the whole authenticity thing. Like, I feel like we have so many people that's, it's like, Oh, like this shit gotta be real. Or, Oh, if you didn't do it, it's like some people like aspire to do this. Like, even if it's be a fucking drug dealer, like some people aspire to be a fucking drug dealer, you know? So to but, have those people, but like I don't, and so <laughs> yeah, no, if I, I write about selling drugs, it's going to sound awful. Cause that's not me. Fair enough. So let me ask you this, because you you seemed a little surprised that we found that you write a lot of love songs. So what what do you think? Or what would you like people to gain when they hear your music? Like, what kind of perspective oh, do you want them to have? What is your do? music about? Uh, it's it's about everything but nothing. And I I think I was more shocked because uh, it's always it's always refreshing to hear somebody else's perception of what mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. So for me, uh, kind of going back to what I said uh, off camera. Uh, like I don't take account of like account of where I'm at, like yeah, time, space, like progression. I just continue. You know what I'm trying to say? So um, I don't. I didn't realize that. Like when you said it, I was like, all right, I got this song, I got that song, okay, I got that, I got that. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, okay, that's probably like fucking like. 25-30% of my fucking discography yeah. is is a song pertaining to either some type of sexual interest or love interest. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, they got a point. You know what I'm trying to say, but it, it's just for me. I, I I I don't know. I don't know what I would want people to to think of when they hear me. Mm. To be honest with you, because that's one. You know, we I, off camera we've been talking a lot about just like writing and 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 where we're headed with stuff. And because that's when I would sit down to write a verse at first. I would the hardest part's the first line, and then I was yes. I would just come up with something. I was like, okay, this is gonna be the the end. This is the last word of the first line, and. Now I've got a like I've got a rhyme and I can go from here. Right. And I was always sort of stumbling into my verses. Like I would get to the end and was like, I don't know how I got here, but like we started at the beginning, we're here at the end. And trying now to focus like so but none of my music was really about anything. It was just like about the fact that it was music. And now I'm trying to like get into like, okay, let me write about stuff it doesn't even matter but like let me write a verse about a chocolate bar like about it like but it's just like let me hold an idea for longer than a couplet training your mind to think on something you know yeah um how how are we doing on time uh we're at like 47 cool okay so last thing i wanted to ask you before we get to our last segment because i'd be remiss if i didn't bring it up but the two bar tuesdays i love i love me some content based around rapping you know um, so just, well, explain what that is so people don't know. And then just how did that come about? And how did we get to where we are now? Okay, so Two Bar Tuesdays. Um, 
I was just, I don't know, I just wanted something to do. So uh, it started out on Snapchat. I was like, yo, I'm gonna I'm start doing something for y'all. I don't know what it's gonna be, but I'm, I'm gonna start doing something. So then uh, I would just get on there and, and either rap something that I'm working on, something I just made up, or it might have been something old. It, it didn't really matter. I was just, you know, just recording myself. And then after a while, I started using that as like a filter to figure out what songs I wanted to put out. So like if it got a really good review on Two Bar Tuesday, then that meant I probably need to put it out. So uh, my first project, uh, I ended up recording like like almost like 30 songs for it. And um, I had like a listening party. So I brought everybody, hey, here, I'm, I'm going to play these songs. Y'all write down what you feel, if you like it, if you don't. You know, and we went through the whole, like the whole thing. But what I didn't tell anybody was like I already had my list and my list was were like all of the songs from the Two Bar Tuesdays that did well. Mm-hmm. And most of the songs that made it on my project started off as Two Bar Tuesdays. Mm. So um, and then uh, when I started to look at what everybody else liked and what I liked, everything was matching up. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, so this list that I had effectively from Two Bar Tuesday is the same list of songs that everybody picked to be on my project. Mm. And then the poetry, the beautiful to being able to release it on two, 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 two. Yeah, that was that was some years in the making. It was a struggle. I saw you was. was yeah, you oh, had some problems so, so, getting, <laughs> getting your uh, getting your release out. What what ended up happening was it released, but it was like on YouTube, title, um, and a couple of other places, but it wasn't on Apple Music or Spotify. Ah. So it was like everywhere else except for like the main two. Mm-hmm places that people look for music so i was i was hurt and I, I didn't even know that it was already out but i was and i was sitting there like waiting i tried to re-upload it and it was like nah bro it's already out so i'm like where the fuck is it then i then like after day two of it not dropping i went ironically day two right i went and looked and i was like oh shit it's here it's here 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 i'm like oh it's so it's, it's actually out and, but within a couple of hours of me realizing that it actually released so, um. all right tim we have made it to our final segment. This is this, this, this is our game. I mean, if you weren't having fun by now, we'll, this is more fun. Uh, Joe, do you want to explain what we got going on here? So at the end, the third segment, we always do. We play a game. Um, and it changes up from time to time. Today, I think we'll, we'll get into it easy. We're just going to play. It's either we call it Crazy Eights or Eight Ball. Okay. And uh, I'm going to give you a word and you just eight bars. That either rhyme with it, about it. Generally, we generally we try to rhyme, but you know, and it's gonna go it's, eight and eight. I'm gonna yeah. go eight bars, and, and as then soon as I'm hop, see, I, be, I I was wanting to hop in, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I didn't want to disrupt. You. Do you feel no, me? I feel I you. Like, I feel you. So but this is more tailored to that. So yeah. I'm gonna go eight, and then by the time you're finished with your eight, he's already gonna have another word said, and then I'm gonna have to. Back so we just try to keep the flow okay, going. Right. So, <clears throat> um, hmm. You ready? Okay, yeah. Well, what word are we starting off with, sir? Uh, Tyrone, how how do you feel? I'm like, what's your? Uh, here we go with this. Uh, <laughs> so, so, because I, I always like to try to give him hard words. Yes. Uh, so I think we should start something. He's a human thesaurus. Yeah, we should start. We should start easy. Um. Okay. Uh, uh, I got. It. Okay, I got it. Okay. So. Um. Okay. So I'm thinking first word. Let's go first word water. Water. Mm. First word water. Okay. Okay. Uh. First word is water. Uh. Look. So 
I walked in the spot dripping like water. So you know that I'm ready to slaughter. You better go and just hide your daughter. Cause they know I tell jokes for the laughter. I'm in laughter, know I'm coming after. I'm taking off like I'm kinda in NASA. I need to rhyme with water. Hold on, I'm finna go slaughter. Uh, let me take me a dip. Uh, about to take a water trip. I might hop in the pool. I used to sip water when I was in school. Mm. Damn, now I still drink water. Yep. Uh, and I might drink juice too. Uh, mm. Man, it's something you ain't used to. Uh, mm. Man, I. Ooh, I'm waiting for the next word. Drink. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, let me go and take a drink. Take a second before I go think. Me and my bros, you about to go link. About to skate off, but it's no. S- hey, but it's no word. sink. Let me hop in like in sync. We so in sync. Is that Justin though? I don't really know. I can't touch the flow. Mm. I don't really know if that was the Backstreet Boys or not. But fuck it. I'll be in the spot. Take a drink of whatever the fuck I got. Uh, yeah. I'm fucking hot. Group. We in a group. Me and my boys, we looking like a troop. And we finna blow you down like a flute. So you know we don't need no excuse. Pause it. Fast forward. Cause they know that I'm getting too bored. Cut uh, them off like I had me a sword Excuse me if I come too short Uh, yeah we in the group I gotta take a shit, some people call it a poop mm. Ooh, <laughs> what I do? <laughs> yep Why they laughing at you? Ooh, man I'm so damn true Yeah, bitch I'm so damn cool Yeah, bitch I even went to school looking cool Y'all probably look like a fool Top Off the top And you know that I really don't stop Finna kill the game, somebody call the cops I'm with all the birds, it's like I'm with a flock And they know I can't ever stop So I'm finna kill the game, I watch the body rock They sleeping on the boy like they on the cot So I'm about to pass to my boy, no block Uh, T.O.P. Try and get like me mm-hmm. Uh, tell them don't even speak mm. Uh, she wanna ride to the beat mm. Damn, fuck it, I'm off top with it Bitch, I'm flying in the cockpit is Meant to say a cockpit, nigga I don't really care, I pop shit, nigga. Uh, you, you get pop quick, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> we'll finish it out. Well, how much time we got left? Like eight seconds. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh Louise. Well, Timmy, Tim, Timothy, Isaiah, I really appreciate you. Wait. We made it. <laughs> okay. We did it. We did it. First guest back, you know, got to work through those growing pains and all that stuff. But I'm glad we did it, man. I'm glad, you know, it, we had fun. That's more, that's what's most That's important. the whole point. That's the whole important. Like I said, I'm still sweating, but still look good. So that's all that matters. So Tim, like I said, man, I really want to thank you for coming down and doing this. You know, like I said, we, we wanted you last season, but I knew as soon as we were starting up, I was like, we got to pick up where we left off. Right. And I had to get my boy back. So... Glad you could come down here. Uh, I guess one of the last things for the people watching, uh, let them know what have you got going on in the upcoming future, just like within the next, let's say, like, for the rest of 2022, what have you got planned, and where can they find you, your work, and all that good stuff? Uh, I plan on um, existing for the next year. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I just dropped a project. It's called Two Bar Tuesday Tape. It's everywhere now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you want to follow me, it's Timothy Isaiah. There you go. Any last words from you, Joe? As always, go support our producers. Go buy some beats. There's the playlist in the comments. Like, run that up. Uh, youngseppy.com. Go buy some fucking merch. 
Uh, that's all I got. Tyrone, take us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and that is going to do it for this episode of The Mixed Table. Once again, I want to thank my guest, Timothy Isaiah. I want to thank my producer, Joseph Middledorf. And I want to thank you all for tuning in. So come back next time. We'll have someone else sitting at The Mixed Table, and we'll be mixing it up. Yes, sir.